<laughs> you got this. Hi. Hi. It's been a long time. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Um, my daughter was like, I was like, oh, I've got to record tomorrow morning. And I was like, but, you know, I just have so much going on, which I'll get into. But then I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll tell Joe we can do it Sunday. And she was like, no, mommy, you haven't done it in a while. Like, you know, you need to do your podcast. It was so sweet. <laughs> I know. I've had messages from people on Instagram saying, is everything okay? okay? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Oh, my so, goodness. No, so we did record one last week, didn't we? But it was really rushed. and It was. It wasn't really um, very planned or it was just really rushed and quick. Let's Unlike do one. And this then... one, which is yeah. so planned. <laughs> and then I just didn't have time to edit it and... I've been so busy with uh, my husband away and then he came back and I just it was so exhausted and just didn't have five minutes to myself. So um, I don't think it sounded very good anyway, because it was just a bit it just sounded a bit like we were just yeah. doing it for the sake of it. We wasn't really very. We yeah, that into I, it. I agree. I didn't want to say anything, but I was like, I don't know how great that was. I mean, sure, people would have listened, but I'm not promising this one's going to be any better, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. So I think the last time we actually officially put one out there was when we were both really pissed off and we'd had a really bad week. And yes. I, I had just found out that my husband was going. So he had been away and I'd had that awful smash with the um, with my um, skylight. And then I had thought he was coming home because of that, because I needed the help. And then I found out that he was going off to turkey to help with the earthquake and so I was just really bummed out and felt really stupid and a bit um kind of left on my own so he came back and literally the next the next day they flew out um to turkey Um, yeah so we had no contact he um obviously there was no wi-fi or anything out there they were sleeping in tents they because there's no buildings that were safe or anywhere for them to have any accommodation so I was getting the odd text message every, I don't know, four or five days. We, we didn't speak for kind of the whole time he was there. It was like three weeks, um, three and a half weeks. And yeah, it was just really tough. There was another earthquake while they were out there as well. So they'd been there about a week and then there was another earthquake. It might not even been a week. Um, so that was a bit nerve wracking, but um, he managed to get a message to say they were all okay. Um, so yeah, so I had kind of three weeks of just, I was just exhausted, just getting home from work, not even getting out of the car, a child coming out, driving them somewhere, then driving off to do a bit of grocery shopping or something, or I tutor maths in the evening as well. So I would have to go do that, then go back and pick up the child and then come back. And it was just, I was just exhausted, absolutely exhausted. I'm leaving for work in the morning at like 7.30. I wasn't getting home till 8.30, 9 o'clock at night um, from mm-hmm. driving the kids around on kind of two, three nights a week really were like that, um, four nights a week and netball matches and all kinds of stuff. And I was just absolutely exhausted. So I was getting up early to take the dogs out before work. And yeah, it was just full on, full on really full on and so we just didn't really get a chance to sit down and relax and chat did we no 
no, it's been just crazy, but um, it's nice to talk to you now. (laughs) (laughs) And towards the end of the, the three weeks, I was just getting really, really stressed. I was feeling very overwhelmed. And um, it was just one thing after another. I was trying to get my car sorted out. And then the insurance, I was trying to get sorted out for the window. And then I wasn't able to cook because my hub is still all smashed. And we were just literally living on pizza and and cereal and microwave macaroni cheese. That's kind of like just what we were doing. It was just crazy. I was just feeling very... Um, yeah, very overwhelmed and um, just lots and lots and lots going on. But we we kept going. We you know we kept it together and we got there. And he's been home about a week now, um, so that's that's been better. Good, good. And will he? Is it kind of like you don't know how long he'll be home for? He could have to leave again, or yeah. I mean, as long as there's no disasters. He is going again um, in June. He's going to Kenya for six weeks. So there is that. But between now and then, there's nothing planned. But the thing is, he works for um, a regiment who support the the paras. So wherever they go, if the paras get called out anywhere, they have to go. So they're on what's called high readiness. And they do a year on and a year off. And last year... He was off high readiness and it was the other. Uh, uh, and okay. so this year it's their turn. So that's why yeah. it's been a bit full on this year. But um, the whole world I know nothing about. Like it's just <laughs> so fascinating to me. Oh. Yeah. So it's pretty, um, yeah, it was pretty tiring and I was getting very stressed, but um, we're okay. And he's back, takes a bit of adjustment whenever he comes home. And now we're kind of back into the swing of things it's not so bad nice but you've been super busy too yeah I've been busy and I'm trying to remember like what's been happening Uh, yeah so like yeah I've just been super busy um my relationship is still intact and I'm getting better at trusting that she's not going anywhere like I really like just yesterday she texted me and she was like can you, can we talk on the phone in like 20 minutes? And I was like, she's going to dump me. Like I, that's, that's where my brain went like right away. And I was just like, Oh, that's interesting. That that's where I first, my first instinct is like, something's wrong. She's going to leave me. But anyway, uh, yeah, I just feel like I'm getting better at realizing she's not going anywhere. She just, I was going to say she didn't dump you. <laughs> no, she didn't dump me. And, uh, she, um, and then like, yeah, just getting better at realizing we have very different, I mean, if you want to call it love languages, we just have very different styles of being in the world, which makes sense. We're two different people. And yeah, I'm just starting to appreciate that. I had a really good therapy session yesterday talking all about it. But um, the big thing that's happened for me is like the kind of work I do is contract work. So, you know, it's usually, yeah, it's just all over. Um but I just, last week, it's just been a weird week for me. I, so many things have happened. So I, out of the blue, so as you know, my dad had a stroke a few weeks ago and he's recovering. He's fine. He can't drive. He's walking. Oh yeah. That was, that was the other reason why we didn't yeah, record, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So my dad had a stroke and he lives in, on the East coast of Canada and I'm on the West coast. And um, anyway, so he's, he's doing okay, but you know, it's hard to be away. 
So about a week ago, I got a call just saying, listen, someone's backed out of this contract. Um, can you come and do it? But it's three months. So it's um, pretty much April, May, June. And uh, I was like, no, I just, I can't leave my kid for that long. And there's school and there's, I just, I was thinking about my relationship and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So that was fine. I dropped it. I left. Uh, then they called back like four days ago. Yeah. And they said, uh, listen, like, you're the actually, you're the only one we want in this position. Like, um, what, what's it going to take to get you to come do this? And I was like, oh my God. So I said, well, okay, let me get off. Let me talk to my ex. Let me talk to, you know, people. So I did. I talked to my ex. And of course, he leaves town all the time for work. So really, there's not much he could say apart from, you've got to do this. Like, just go do it. We'll figure it out. So I decided to take it, um, which was kind of a seismic, <laughs> a seismic decision because it just has so many repercussions. Um, obviously, like my daughter, I'm going to be, I've not been away from her ever more than three weeks or maybe three and a half. So uh, yeah, what we've decided is she'll fly out to see me twice. She'll just miss some school. So now we just have to convince her to fly on a plane by herself so I don't have to pay for four plane tickets because I'd have to pay someone to fly with her, like, and their flight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's huge. I'm really excited about the work, but I'm really, uh, it's just, I can't even believe this is happening. So I leave in, like, two weeks and a bit. And um, and then there's the the other side is this relationship I'm in you know, we've only been dating for like four months and I'm about to leave for three and she won't be able to come out and visit me because of her job. Um, she might be able to come out in June. And I just told her like, we just have to function on the assumption that you're going to come out because I can't, I just can't, my brain can't imagine not seeing her for three months. So there's been a lot of tears and, and, but at the same time, I was like, I can't turn down this opportunity because I'm in a relationship, because that's what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, you've got to put yourself first. So it's really hard, though. Like, I can say that, but then when I'm staring at her, and we had planned this trip to the mountains for Easter weekend, and I was going to meet her whole family, and that's a really hard pill to swallow for her and for me. But at the same time, I can't. I just, I've spent my whole life putting other people first, not my whole life, I shouldn't say that, the past 12 years. And uh, so it feels very uncomfortable to make this decision. But even though I'm really devastated to leave my daughter for this long and to leave my girlfriend for this long, I'm, I'm just, I know in my heart, I, this is the right choice. And, you know, all of those things will wait. Like, nothing is going anywhere. Yeah. Like, you can have the weekend where you meet the family. It's just not going to be soon. Yeah. you just got to wait until afterwards. It's, yeah. it's, all, it's all just on hold, isn't it? It is. And, and I have to trust that if, it, if our relationship can't survive this, then good I know that, right? Because... I don't know, but I can say that very calmly this morning, but I have been a basket case to the point where yesterday I went to therapy. It was a great session. I cried. I really wanted to just hug my therapist, but I know that's inappropriate. Like I, 
I was just so grateful to her that I just, I wanted to just like sit in her lap, (laughs) but I didn't. But anyway, then I was rushing off to do some errands and I rear ended a fire truck. Oh no. (laughs) at At a light, at a traffic light. And I was so mortified because, well, first of all, the fire truck's fine. My car got a big hole in the front bumper, which is fine. My car's a piece of shit, but I was just mortified and I was also just like, whoa, I got very calm. I was just like, okay, well, the fire truck's probably fine. (laughs) (laughs) Or like hot in my mind, they're hot. I can barely remember what they look like, but four firemen come out and they're like, you okay, ma'am? And I was like, I'm just so embarrassed. Um, But then it was just like a lot of bureaucracy. Like I had to wait around for, they have to do a report and there's, you know, it's fine. I'm fine. I don't have to go to the, like, there's just, there's no claim being filed. It's, it's all good. But it was just a wake up call just saying, you know, just stay, slow down, breathe, stay focused on what you're doing in each moment. So I've just been like, it feels very uh, exciting, but also I'm so scared and I'm overwhelmed and I have a lot of preparation to do for this contract. And I, and I, um, I'm really, really sad to leave my girlfriend. I'm really, really sad because she is not, she does not like talking on the phone, which is why when she texted yesterday and said, can I, can we talk on the phone? I was like, oh no. Yeah. So I just, I'm worried about that. And yeah, it's a lot, but it feels good. Like sometimes, sometimes just making a big choice like this just shakes up your world and I feel like I needed that in some ways yeah I think you need to make decisions that put you first because you know this is a really good opportunity for you and the thing is like I mean I know it's easy for me because I've been away from my husband a lot but yeah you know you do I've been away from him for months and months and months where we can barely talk and it it is strange and it's it's not very nice. Like it's more strange when you get back together because you kind yeah. of you have this twenty four hour period where you're just elated and everything's really amazing, and then you just start really getting on each other's nerves because you just I have a set way of doing things and I'm all yeah. in my flow of stuff and it, it does take a little while to kind well, of well yeah and readjust but yeah and we don't live together so yeah it's going to be a bit different I I can yeah, it can work it's all it's all it can be fine you know yeah. and then I'm like you know there's people living in war-torn countries there are people who you know are away from their kids for years like people who come to Canada from other countries and in like it's just when I put it into perspective I know it's not a huge life problem but I'm, but I'm it's already, hard though. It's the first time you've done it, and it's hard. And yeah, and, our and you have all these questions yeah. and worries, and you know all these things crop up. But I think once you've yeah. done it once, it'll be an yeah, amazing and experience for l- everyone. And luckily, once you know, yeah, luckily she's about to head into a super busy time at her work. So it's, you know, in some ways she's like, it's probably a good thing because I'm going to be, I wouldn't have had much time for you anyway. And, and yeah. And I mean, when I think about staying, I just think I'd end up really regretting it. Yeah. You know? So, and plus for me to have this much time with my parents who are in their eighties, um, 
is incredible. And without my child there makes it very different, right? Like I can, I can, I can just do more. It's going to be very surreal though. Like it's going to feel like, you know, 15 years ago, me that didn't have, you know, I'm going to have a, yeah, it's, it's going to be weird. I have to live with, I have to live with my parents for the first month. So that's going to be, that's going to be a treat. But the good news is that the time difference won't be so bad. Oh, you'll be closer. Yeah, we'll be closer in time. It's three hours later there. Well, I spent two weeks on my own when my husband came back um, from when we were living abroad and he brought the kids back and I had to stay. That's when we met, that's when we first spoke because um, I had to get the dogs home and there was big delays and that was the best two weeks I've had. It was so nice to not have anyone else to think yeah. about except myself. Yeah, it was really nice. So I think it's good for you. It's good for you to have that time where you're still a mum and you're still a girlfriend and you, but you know, there's just this period of time where someone else is having to think of everything else and someone else is doing the responsible bit and you are, you know, pursuing your career and doing something is good for you. It's like the best of both worlds, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish I could, I wish the flight was shorter and I had more time off because it's not, yeah, I don't even get weekends off. It's like I have one day a week off, which is, you know, not enough time. Yeah, it's pretty full on. Mm-hmm. But then is and, it something that more opportunities could come from? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, this it's not, there's just, now that I'm doing it, I'm kind of like, I can't believe I never. But the good thing was because I said no initially, they, it's just like the power of saying no. Then they came back and they were like, okay, what if we paid for your daughter's flights or what if we, you know, so, so yeah, it was, it gave me some negotiating power, but I'm still very overwhelmed. I'm still I, you know, I'm going to miss my house. I'm going to miss my friends and, but uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be great. You should come visit me. I know. I, <laughs> I did see it. I, um, there's a meme somewhere that my husband sent me a few years ago saying uh, something about um, nothing good happens inside the comfort zone or something like that. Something well, about, you know, like, yes. you you know, progression is always about getting out of your comfort zone and yeah, doing that's something. Exactly, it's exactly it. I've been saying that, you know, especially when I first made the choice, I was like, whoa, I am outside my comfort zone here for sure I am but it's like it's like knowing something's right but also like it's still scary and and I'm I just hope it passes quickly I'm just I'm just in denial that I'm not gonna see my child I mean it's hard but she's you know for her time doesn't pass staring at a calendar every day like I am going okay on Thursday I have to do this (laughs) Like she's just, um, yeah. And I mean, she was just, she's the thing she's most upset about is her, her grade six class is having a sleepover in the school gym with a grade six class from another school. And I was supposed to chaperone and sleep over in the gym with all of them, which I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited. I don't have to do now, (laughs) but, um, but she was, I think that was the most devastating thing for her is that I was going to miss that. And then, oh. and then she kind of was like, can I get a toy? 
<laughs> like, yeah, you can get a toy. Then she was like, can I get two toys? I was like, yeah, you can get two toys. Then she was like, can I get three toys? No, wait, that's that's pushing it, isn't it, mummy? I was like, yeah, that's pushing it. So yeah. I've I mean, the kids, my kids always adapted really easily. And I always found whenever my husband went away, the first week they all wanted to sleep with me. They were like, can we sleep with you, mummy? So we'd all bundle in one room and we'd nice. take it in turns to sleep in the big bed. And and I remember thinking, well, what should I, should I like, should we have like a countdown calendar for when daddy comes home? Should we kind of make a thing of it? And someone like a more experienced army wife than me at the time just said you just do what your children ask you to do so if they ask about when's daddy coming home then you can get the calendar out if they you know if they want to do certain things and they just never did they just kind of got on with it and we would talk about daddy and we would send him pictures and videos and stuff and I'd go come on like I remember there's a really really cute video when my kids were probably like two and three and we'd got new toothbrushes and I was like let's do a video and show daddy our new toothbrushes because one was a pirate toothbrush and one was a mermaid toothbrush and so they're just in the kitchen and I mean in the bathroom and my my daughter's going it's a mermaid daddy and she's showing her toothbrush to them (laughs) it's just so cute so we used to do things like that but they kind of just they just I don't know they do just adapt and get on with life as normal they do she's used to it because her dad goes away so she just said oh so it's kind of like when daddy goes away but in reverse I was like yeah yeah yeah, exactly she'll be fine it's yeah they 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 worry way less than we think (laughs) yeah well and I think yeah it's gonna be harder on me than than her yeah it's just the mom it's just being a mom isn't it it really is and and just yeah just realizing how much I've and I don't regret it but like how much I've I've turned down these kind of opportunities because, because of, you know, my family and to now I'll, I also have to think, what am I modeling for her? You know, like I, I would want her to take this job if she, you know, if she was, you know, presented with a a choice like this and she asked my advice, I'd be like, no, you've got to go do it. Yeah. So it's all going to be okay. And I'm acting like it's the great, the greatest event of, the year but it's just it's really shook me a little bit I'm yeah I haven't been sleeping very much or eating very much I'm just like my brain's constantly making lists (laughs) yeah but I'm I'm gonna really be sad to leave my girlfriend that's for sure and really I'm already anxiously attached to her so I'm like oh this will be a good a good uh I know do you think it will be um create triggers because it was when you your husband was away working wasn't it I don't know like it's interesting I don't I don't know I mean I I don't I I don't I don't I don't think she's gonna I don't I don't worry about her cheating on me at all I, I just I I think my biggest worry is I'm gonna be way better at staying in touch and sending things in the mail than she is because I don't think that's her forte but you know maybe she will maybe Maybe she will maybe she'll surprise me and uh I still get a bit funny like when my husband was he sent a few photographs of where he was I mean and if I just put it into context you know Turkey just had an earthquake like thousands of people have lost their lives all these buildings had just completely totally crumbled like a pack of cards and where he was working, 
um, was a hospital that was so damaged on the, it didn't really look that bad on the outside, but on the inside, it was completely derelict. And so yeah. they had set up in a field next to where this hospital was, and they'd set up their field hospital in a car park, and they were dealing with all these locals coming and, um, and that needing to be treated for injuries and things. And they had no running water. He had like two showers the whole time he was there. That was, it was really full on. It was really difficult. Um, and he would send occasionally. So when his phone kind of came on every few days, he would send the odd photograph. And there was a few photos of him with some of the Turkish, the interpreters and a few of the Turkish nurses and, and doctors that they were working with. And I still got funny about who's that? Who's that in the picture? Like, yes. Like, who's that in the picture? Like, my girlfriend's got quite a, she's in the public eye a lot. So, um, and she's, yeah, there's always people messaging her. Um, not saying like in, in a suggestive way, but I'm, I do that. I definitely do that. And that's because of what happened. Like I, every, every time there's a picture posted, with her and a bunch of people I'm like oh god like that that woman's really attractive I wonder what you know that's yeah not like my therapist was like you've gone through the most traumatic thing you can in a relationship so of course you're feeling all this it's like post-betrayal trauma like it's a thing yeah and I I still find myself I was saying to my husband the other day I've got kind of issues with my car again and just different things and I just said I'm just always on the edge just feeling like when is the rug going to get pulled again whether it's the army whether it's money whether it's the kids whether it's the car whether it's a dog whether it's something smashing in the house or like you know I'm just constantly waiting for this you know rug to be pulled again and I'm so anxious I'm not anxious all the time but when it builds up I do feel really anxious and, and it takes like, me quite a long time to kind of settle yeah. um, and kind of come back to normal and be like, oh, it's okay. You know, there's choices I can make and there are things, you know, I can make plans or solve problems or whatever it is, but just, it's a, it does build up and I just feel like, oh, just, I just give me a break, you know? You know what? I don't know if you noticed this too, but um sometimes also when you're having a good moment, because we do have those two, right? Where we're feeling, yeah. where yeah. you feel insecure and everything's great. And, and I've had some really nice things like that with her. And like a couple of weeks ago, we had had a really great couple of days together and, and I was feeling really good and really hopeful. And then what did I do? Like I decided, I know what I'll do. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole looking up her ex-girlfriend like (laughs) and I was like why do we do that to ourselves it's like oh you're feeling good you better you better do something that's gonna ruin that like I think it's just a human thing yeah it's interesting I I I was doing it and as I was doing it I was like why am I doing this to myself like I was feeling so good yeah you gotta allow there's a book I read um I can't remember what it's called now. And I used to use it a lot when I was running my own business as a coach. And he talks about um, that we're all in like a a threshold of what we feel um, we 
deserve. So in terms of yeah. happiness, money, kind of whatever success, we're, we have in our mind an expectation of where we feel we should be in accepting amount of happiness. It's kind of like a thermometer, you know, like yeah. a thermostat. And if we bust through that and go through what we feel. So if you're feeling happy, but it's happier than you internally believe that you should be then you have to sabotage it to bring yourself back to the place that you feel most comfortable yeah yeah and yes. it's all subconscious it's not you're not yeah. consciously doing it I know. but if you if you kind of break through that level of success or money or happiness or you know relationship love whatever it is something goes right no this doesn't feel normal I don't I, I don't feel comfortable here being this happy. I don't deserve that. So I have to do something to bring myself back down to where is normal. Yeah. So that's kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is this is where I normally am anxious. And, you know, yeah. like well, yeah. and two, two things I've been trying to do that I I don't know where I read them. But one was because I'm reading a lot about anxious attachment and avoidant attachment. And um, it's fascinating, but it's also I'm just kind of sick of it, too. But I. I read this thing that was like, if you're anxiously attached and you're being triggered, just ask yourself, what would a securely attached person do in this situation? And it's really helped me. Like, so like, for example, if I text her and she hasn't texted back and it's been like an hour and, and, you know, anxious Patricia is like, oh my God, she saw my text. She doesn't care enough to respond or she's trying to find the words to break up with me. Like just all these things. But I was like, okay, well, a securely attached person would just be like, oh, well, she must be busy and she'll get back to me when she can. Anyway, that's really helped me. And then uh, also, you know, because I go right to doom, like, what if this happens and what if I go away and she meets someone else or what if I go away and we can't communicate very well? And, and then I was like, okay, what if I allowed myself to imagine it goes really well, you know? Like just trying to switch that mind game. Like, what if it goes great when we're apart and we find a new kind of connection? What if, you know, what if she can come visit me? What if, yeah, we just don't know. Yeah, Savvy, you I, don't know. Yeah. The unknowns are where we get so fucked up. So we've had really bad unknowns jump up and bite us on the ass. If we have had, if the yeah. unknowns in our life were positive and happy experiences and really nice surprises, then we would be looking forward to them. But the unknowns yeah. to us have been other women. <laughs> like that's the yeah. unknown shit that's been going on in yeah. our life that has completely destroyed everything. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's where we're coming from. And it's really interesting. I was watching um, an old Oprah episode the other day on Facebook videos or whatever it was. And there was a lady on there whose husband had, um, He'd had lots of affairs, but that wasn't really the story. The story was more he was this big wig on Wall Street and they had this really affluent um, lifestyle where she, you know, didn't have to work and was just all flown to Milan to choose diamonds and all this stuff. And yeah. it just turns out that her husband was embezzling money and didn't tell her he'd been arrested and and pled guilty without she, she didn't even know until literally the day before he had to go to jail and she had to drive him to jail oh anyway yeah like like the her whole life was pulled out from under her feet she had no idea no money lost their homes and you know everything but she just said um there were two things she said the first thing was that whole Maya Angelou um 
phrase about when somebody shows you who they are. Yeah, believe them the first time. And the other one is she said, when Oprah asked her what she'd learned, she said, um, I've learned that when there are lies, there's more than one. Mm. And she said, you know, when there are lies, it's never just one. If you find one, then guaranteed there's going to be another one and another one and another one. Yeah. A- and, and it's that kind of, that's the, that's the fear of the unknown to us. Those were the lies and the, yeah, then comes another one and then another one. And, and then you're left thinking, well, what are the ones that I don't know yet? <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and I was left thinking, okay, okay, I have asked my husband whether this has happened before and he's always been adamant that it hasn't. Yeah. But I was kind of like, oh, has he shown me this behavior before and I just didn't believe it? You know, those when someone shows you who they are. 100%. 100%. Like I am, I am 100% sure that my ex, I don't know if it was, you know, I'm sure there were other boundaries crossed with. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I think, um, I mean, when you go on those Facebook groups and you hear the same story over and over and over, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, because what? If, you know, why would they tell you the truth? Especially now that I've left. Like, why would he go, actually, you're right. I did have four other affairs. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying yours did, but I'm just saying it's probably true where there are lies. And, and for me, there were total red flags that I ignored when we met. Yeah, I don't like when I think back, it's not affairs, but there were definitely things kept from yeah. me, yes. like the porn watching. Like, I don't know. I was suspicious once of a look he had. At a, we went to a social thing with his work and there was a certain way that he looked at this girl. I don't think there were I don't think he crossed the line in that way, but I do think there were immature yes. cho- choices and attitudes towards me and our marriage at certain points in our marriage and things that were well, hidden. Yeah, I do and, believe that. And some of that is human. Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure I, I did some of that. Like I would never do it again. Like I just feel so, um, I just think like this has changed me and the way I behave forever. Not that I've cheated, but like boundaries, like if you, I will not behave in a way that I wouldn't behave if my girlfriend, my partner was right there. That's yeah. just the bottom line. And yeah. And even like she made some joke with me, like, what if you meet some hot guy and, or, you know, someone when you're gone. And I was like, that's just not how it works for me. Like I was like, that's, you do not have to worry about that with me. Like you just don't. Yeah. And it's I kind just, of like, it's just having that it's boundaries, it's integrity it's yes. honesty and even if things crop up you like you never know what's going to happen it's just yeah. having the the confidence to be honest and and have integrity and just be do the right thing that's you know it doesn't cost a lot to do that um and that's definitely a way that I now behave through all of this yep. which I was pretty honest before but yeah you know, but it does, is... it does up your game doesn't it it does yeah up your game. Hey, I'm going to have to go soon, but I also wanted to say that um, 
the the man I had the affair with when I was younger had messaged me. Remember I told you? Yeah. <laughs> just crazy so well I mean I've heard from him before that but I there was someone that we worked with passed away so there was like a group thread about um this person passing and he must have seen my contact there oh. and uh, yeah I just got like a little message saying I'm just writing to you in hopes of hearing back xo or something and I was just like what the f <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's chat. Let's catch up. Um, yeah, so weird. Just, I mean, I guess I don't know. It's not that I. Maybe he's changed. <laughs> no, in a, lot, in a lot of ways, I would, I would actually love to talk to him and just be like, "What are you like?" You know, I, I'm just such a. In a lot of ways, I there's a lot of things I'd like to say to him or ask him, but I'm also like, he's still married. He's still married. Yeah. It's so, like, do I engage and, and unless we're gonna tell have him what I think or do I just a, Yeah, no, I'm not engaging. I'm not I'm not biting on that. Yeah, good for you. Anyway, I have to go because I have to go. Well but I am um, yeah, I'm I have an afternoon of laying floors. Oh my gosh, more you should post pictures because it looks Oh my so god. Beautiful. I know, I know, I know, I need to, but um it's epic. And I am losing the will to live with it, but yeah. Oh no! But I have a husband here now, so I'm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, things are things are back to normal. I'm still just stressed about the house. That's all. Yeah, you need your house to be done. I know. Then I can finally come visit. I know. <laughs> yeah. So today, my husband was unblocking a drain. My whole house stunk of shit because it was just so yeah I'm glad that he was here to do that yeah (laughs) yeah all is good so we shall record again and then maybe next week maybe the week after because you're going to be pretty stressed yeah yeah no we we definitely will and yeah I mean we'll get back to the list and we'll get back to the questions yes we will (laughs) well I've missed it and I I love that people were worried about us like yeah (laughs) uh that makes me feel like we really mean something. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, have a great day. And you uh, too. I love you. Okay. We'll speak bye. soon. Yeah. Bye.